0: Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today.
2: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio.
0: And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Let me tell you a little bit about Lily Nova and what's been happening to her. UFOs began visiting her during COVID when she was out shooting astrophotography. She began documenting these close encounters with her camera, accumulating evidence, investigating the phenomena even further. As these experiences progressed, she learned about these other worldly beings and what they look like, how they initiate contact with them and communicate with them. Lily is dedicated to sharing her findings and experiences with the planet and to help others initiate contact and connect with enlightened star beings. If you go up to coasttocoastam.com under her name, under tonight's guests, look at some of the related images that she has sent us. They're fantastic. Lily, welcome to the program.
3: Hi, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing very well. We live in very exciting times, so things have been very interesting, to say the least.
0: They sure are, indeed. Tell us a little bit about astrophotography, what it is, and how you got involved in that.
3: Yeah. So, astrophotography is taking photos of the night sky. Um, I became an astrophotographer during COVID. So, after COVID hit, and it's in the middle of lockdown. Um, I went to the stars, really, and just began spending all of my time outside capturing photos, stargazing. And so I use a DSLR camera um, and take pictures of the Milky Way or nebula. And, yeah, it's a really therapeutic, fun, and exciting. um, It's just, it's gorgeous. Once you start shooting you just get like addicted to it so it's been really cool and as i've been out shooting astrophotography then i began having these encounters and was well equipped to begin documenting them so it's been really exciting
0: now when you were having these encounters did they just happen to pop up or these were things you were noticing when you were shooting the night sky
3: So the first encounter I had, and this is after a couple months of going out, stargazing, spending a lot of time outside, my first encounter actually happened at my house on a random night. I wasn't even out shooting astrophotography. I went outside to get some fresh air, and when I did, I stepped out on my front porch and looked to my left and immediately locked eyes with a bright light, a hovering craft that was hovering a little in the distance over the neighborhood. And and that was, you know, I, I ruled everything else out. It's not a planet. It's It's moving in a weird fashion. It's not a plane. And realized, oh, my God, this is, I think this is a UFO. <laughs> and I... An orange light appeared at the end of my street that drew my attention. And I looked over to it, and as I looked back, a second craft had appeared that was much closer. I was bending my neck looking up at it. It was probably just a few houses down, and it was a large diamond triangular shape, some weird shape that I had never even seen before. And it moved up, down, side to side very quickly, and to, it seemed to be showing me its moves, and I'm I'm in shock at this point. Um, and then it began coming straight towards me, and wow. it yeah it came it got very close to me, and it I realized okay it's actually coming like there's nobody else around it's coming straight for me, and it went above my head and disappeared, and um, so that was my my first encounter. And then after that, I began seeing them left and right.
0: (laughs) Might you have had encounters when you were a little girl? Is it possible?
3: Yeah. MUFON asked me the same thing because I ended up contacting them, and they were surprised that I hadn't been abducted before because of how close my encounters were. Right. Or that that I hadn't had a history with it. And no, I never, that was my first time seeing one, and then it just, really skyrocketed from there, but I've always felt a calling to space and always had, you know, a feeling that there was something else out there, but I didn't, I never dug into it um, too much. So,
0: Were, were you yeah. seeing them randomly, or do you think they were coming by on purpose just for you to notice them?
3: Yeah, especially with the first encounter, it was It appeared very intentional it was outside of my house and I've had other encounters at my home as well but um, it definitely seemed intentional like they were kind of pointing me out and then I would I began seeing them randomly just while I was driving down the road um, out while shooting astrophotography and often whenever I was alone ironically um they just seemed to pop up and it seemed very personal and they were i knew that they were interacting and engaging with me specifically
0: just remarkable it, it in uh,
3: yeah it's mind blowing
0: <laughs> did you accept it or did you think you know this isn't what it is it's an airplane or something
3: yeah and i always wanted to rule that out too um to make sure that it was nothing else, but then they showed me uh, you know if there was a doubt in my mind they would do something really weird <laughs> that made it obvious that it was you know this was something not from earth um, but at first, you know I m- after my first encounter, I told everybody because I was just freaking out because it's a whole paradigm shift, you oh, know sure. like the moment yeah, the moment you realize that we are not the only ones here. And then that just opens up the whole, you know, so many other doors and questions. And I was so excited and also shocked and and, in telling other people, everybody was like, oh, no, that was a a planet, or that was a drone or, you know, this, that, that. Every excuse you can think of, they had it. And so I became a little discouraged, um, but then I found um, the video, because I pulled out my phone to record it. The, I had a hard time focusing on the object, so I stopped paying attention to my phone and was just kind of engulfed in the moment, and that's the moment when the, the second one had appeared, and it was very, very close to me. And I found that video a couple weeks later and realized you could actually see... You can see it vaguely, but you can see the light, and you can see the second one appear, and you can see it go up and down inside and side very quickly, and you can hear my voice. I'm shaking, um, and so I realized, okay, it wasn't this. This actually happened. It wasn't anything that I was imagining, and um, and I think they gave me a couple weeks, a few weeks, to kind of process it, and then they began appearing. More and more, and that's when my next encounters happened, and then I realized okay this is this is definitely legit, and they're obviously trying to tell me something.
0: did you have but any witnesses with you, Lily?
3: No, unfortunately, I did not <laughs>
0: right. that would just make your story not not only is it good now, but it would just sell it I think if you had witnesses too
3: yeah, I later on, I did have uh, another person with me the first time that I initiated contact with them and they appeared. And that was just so amazing having another person with me that witnessed the whole thing. And, um, but also I began documenting, I just became obsessed with investigating how they worked, what were they doing, you know, and So my camera became my best ally in trying to document these things, and and as I began accumulating footage and evidence and sharing my story, uh, then people finally, you know, they came on board with it, and they were like, "Okay, this is this is actually happening."
4: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
0: What has been the closest encounter you've had with them to date?
3: So my my closest and I'd say my favorite encounter was whenever the first time that I realized that I could initiate contact with them, not just me being out and they randomly pop up or, you know, something like that. I actually set the intention that I'm going to initiate contact with them. And this is with, I was with another person. And within five minutes of getting out of the car, a golden orb had appeared. And it, at first is kind of farther in the sky. And then whenever I noticed it, and it's cloudy, you can't see any stars. It was actually raining a little bit. This golden orb, Gets closer and it starts jumping around, moving around to show us, you know, this, you know, hey, this is real. <laughs> um, and it was really just amazing. It was so exciting. It became, it got really close to us, probably like maybe 30 feet away and not too high up in the air. And I got the idea. I was trying to communicate with it. This is before I had developed my intuition and, and telep- telepathy with them. So I was trying to ask a question, you know, who are you? Where are you from? What are you, you know, what messages are you trying to convey? Why are you here?
0: Did you ever get those answers?
3: Yeah, as time went on, I did. And this was one of the first huge clues. Uh, my friend suggested that we close our eyes. To see if we could get anything that way and when I closed my eyes this golden orb sent me a vision telepathically of a woman who was laying down on a table she looked very human except for she had light blue skin hmm. she had yeah light blue skin she had no hair so she was bald but she looks very human Um, just like a regular size head and a silver slash gray skin tight suit on like a space suit, like kind of cliche star Trek looking suit and her eyes were closed. She was laying on this table and then I could see about five crew members standing behind her, like around this table. And, uh, so that was the first glimpse that I got of who was manning this golden orb. And it's it's interesting that her eyes were closed. I think she was, you know, and later I caught on to this, I think she was projecting her consciousness or just the one with her eyes closed. She was manning this orb with her consciousness. She wasn't actually in the orb. The orb was small, but she was somehow manning this and communicating with me through it.
0: Is this the entity, Lily, that you say is from the Lyra constellation?
3: Yeah, uh, later I ended up, I found out that she was from Lyra, and I and I got her name as time went on, and this is after probably some months of practicing connecting with them and um, developing a communication with them and i found out that she was from lyra and uh, her name was talia
0: talia dressed yeah, in yeah talia dressed in blue or her skin was blue
3: her skin was light blue like a like an avatar like a baby blue. um a little bit lighter but yeah
0: and this has been going on for what just a few years
3: yeah since uh, the beginning of covid
0: <laughs> is it getting more intense
3: uh, it's definitely evolved and progressed. Um, at first, it was very physical and sporadic. I would see these, these uh, ships while I was out, and I would be just investigating them and documenting evidence. And as time went on, then I learned that I could initiate contact with them, and I began practicing this and learning the ins and outs. Um, I feel like they kind of took me under their wing and, and were teaching me. And now I communicate and make contact with them in different ways than just physical ships. Now I've been able to connect with them through meditation and I'll receive visions of some of these different beings and communicate with them that way. And what you would call uh, channeling information.
0: Is the blue woman entity a little different than most of these other entities you've been dealing with?
3: Yeah, definitely unique. I feel like that was the one who she was with me and those, the light blue beings were with me a lot through the beginning to the first half of this. And since then I haven't seen her in a while. Um, but since then, I've seen other beings. Some of them, with uh, with also very human-looking blonde hair. Um, if you have ever heard of the Pleiadians, yes. Yep, beings Absolutely. from Pleiades, and some some with uh, elongated heads. Some from Sirius. Some from Octurus, and the Octurians have they have the the bigger heads and more almond eyes. Are they, they don't look like Sorry, go ahead.
0: Are they giving you any kind of message?
3: Yeah, some of the major key points is well, they were teaching me how to communicate with them and how to make contact with them and they've also showed me they've shown me different things through visions, like different Parts of our of our history, um, and it's like they would show me bits in time, and uh, and kind of the core messages would be that we're going through a big shift right now, and we are closely connected with many of these beings, closer than 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 what we know. They're I feel like they're basically like our cousins. And they may have even
0: So you uh, think their intentions are good.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I definitely think you know, I haven't really had any run run ins with any negative, but I have heard the stories through sharing my story and connecting uh with people on this. I think that there are some some negative agendas but I believe, let's say, 99% of these beings are very positive, And whenever I connect with them, I feel it's a strong feeling of love and peace and bliss. And I believe they are here to help us in our evolution. Right now is a very pivotal moment.
0: So you don't feel any danger at all from them, do you?
3: No. At first, I was, it was questionable. Um,
0: That's because you were scared probably.
3: Yeah, exactly. It was questionable. Um, I was very careful and cautious. And I think they kind of like, they eased me into it. But um, yeah, now uh, I think it's also very much about your intention um, and the type of energy that you're giving off. I know that I learned not to try to initiate contact if I'm like in a really bad mood <laughs> or um, just, just, it's about frequency and vibration and your energy. Um, so I know that if my intention is to connect with positive beings and I am in a good, you know, a higher vibrational state, then that's who I'm going to connect with.
2: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.
4: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.